Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of A Chat with Matt. Today, I am joined by possibly, honestly, when it comes to custom guitar makers, it, it blows my mind that they have the skill to do it. And it reminds me just how little skill I actually have. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Law from Old Crow Custom Guitars. How you doing, brother? Good, good. Thank you so much for having me. No, thank you for taking the time to come on and deal with the deal with the rescheduling. So, so how how first before we kind of get into the guitars and all that kind of stuff, how, how's the pandemic been for you and the business and what you have going on? Uh, a little bit difficult. Uh, I I mean, luckily I have uh, I have a day job. I have a home shop, day job where I repair guitars, and that's for distributor for Gibson guitars. That's the nine to five. Um, and we got shut down there for a while and then back up and running. They were running on like more of a skeleton staff and stuff, but they're back up and running. And a lot of retailers I work for uh, have had to modify and change to curbside, things of that nature. And so, uh, and then getting parts and ordering things got a little lengthy, you know, materials, things like that. And just being people being shut down. So what I did was, I utilize the time to improve my skills in designing and working with uh, design programs, you know, so that I could uh, uh, have a little bit more control over, over the process. And, and, and it was just, it felt like an opportunity, if anything, to sort of sharpen some skills. Yeah. And that, and that's something I've seen kind of a commonality with everyone that I've talked to in the industry and whoever else I've talked to. It's, it, because of this stop that we've kind of all been dealing with, it's allowed us to kind of refresh, reflect, and kind of re and, and hone in on things that we wanted to focus on in, yeah. in whatever we want to work on. So I imagine it was a huge advantage for you with the designing of the guitars that you're doing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Like I say, it was, uh, uh, it was, I was kind of transferring from, from old school to new school, whereas I was sort of drawing my patterns out and then cutting them out on uh, with, you know, and, and so to do it, to do it digitally. And, uh, and uh, I was working with a guy, but he was, you know, a professional and had his own projects going on. And so it was time for me to sort of pick up the slack, if you will. And so I took, uh, time to do that because I only work with uh, a couple of guys. I work with one guy that does like the welding for me, for example. For people who don't know, a lot of my guitars are made of steel or aluminum. I also do some wood ones, but I wanted to do something that was just interesting and different. And so the one skill set that I don't have is uh, welding, you know. And so I have a guy who does that. I also got a guy who helps me with uh, cutting the metal and things of that nature, uh, the water jet cutting. And so, um, like yeah, I said, those are, that was those the are first guitar I, I came do. across when I, when I first saw someone, someone of a mutual contact of or somebody that shared that on their page. Mm -hmm. And I saw that and I saw it light up and I was just absolutely mesmerized by the design because I couldn't, I've never seen a guitar kind of like that. What, what was the inspiration behind like that model specifically? Um, I think this was a good starting point for myself. Uh, I started with a very similar, just slightly modified Telecaster body. And uh, I just wanted to see sort of how far I could 
honestly take it. And it wasn't initially planned to put lights in it. But after I had built the shell of the instrument, everyone was like, you got to light that thing up, dude. That would be so cool. That'd be so cool. And I was like, meh, I'll wait. And then I don't know, somehow once that idea was in my mind, that's sort of the way it actually went. And so I've done them. I do them with and without the, the latest one. It doesn't have lights, but it certainly is a cool effect. But I don't want to just be known as the guy with the light up guitars, <laughs> you know, like like it doesn't have to be Vegas all day you know? And so, but, uh, it was different. It was interesting and it's a cool effect. And I think it's a cool effect on stage. And when I saw it on stage, I was like, that's, that's cool. That's unique. That's, that stands out. And that's, if you can bring that to whatever it is that you do, whatever art it is that you do, then, then that's, I think what you should do. That's what we all sort of strive for. Uh, even before I saw it light up, just the design itself with, with the cage and everything, it was such a unique, design and i was just blown away by it and mm, i'm you. curious because I, I haven't heard the tones of those guys yet how, how does the kind of structure affect the tone of the overall guitar well it's um like if you create a shell that is like uh more of a solid shell sort of like this one it does so resonate your newer one yeah yeah this is the newer one and it does resonate like a drum and so this one was purely like it sounds um it's got great sustain, which surprised me because it's got a solid center block that runs the whole way down and in between is just hollow. So this is chambered. So it's got an interesting sound. It almost sounds, uh, it's almost like a semi hollow body Telecaster, which people do make, I've made. And so um, it's, but the sustain I got out of them and I was just like, uh, it was above and beyond what I thought it would be. You know, and I really, really liked it. And uh, uh, aesthetically, you know, uh, it certainly has like a feel. Like when you look at this guitar, it's just, it feels very rock and roll to me, you know? And so. It, it feels very almost like a new wave kind of of rock. Like you're taking a more classic kind of design and approach and you're evolving it, you're enhancing it to a newer age, especially with a light up effect like that. It, it yeah. can definitely seem like, the next generation or an upcoming wave of rock artists are going to approach their live show with stuff of that nature, incorporating, trying to enhance. Yeah, it certainly could be. And I mean, it definitely does have that, that sort of effect. It's got that, that attention grabber, you know what I mean? And uh, uh, it's a, it's a pain in the butt to get to, you know, uh, to get it all together to do a metal guitar. So it really is kind of, about the art on that one. Like I don't foresee major manufacturers who are about sort of dollars and cents sort of being able to produce something like that. Uh, certainly not at a uh, uh, price point, like the price point I'm able to manufacture these at, you know? I, I, but I think that's what adds to the uniqueness factor of it. It's the fact uh -huh. that major distributors aren't going to want to re-replicate re that kind of design because it's not as cost-effective, but that's what makes it more special. Like it's, it's an investment and it's an investment of a higher quality and of uniqueness that will make you stand out, especially if you have the light up, light up feature, or even if you don't. And, and, and especially with the new one, I also wanted to ask it, what, what was the inspiration behind the color palette choice? Like uh, is that kind of the main color palette that you work in or do you do like an array of colors? Uh, I do do an array, but you know, it's such a, because of the fact that this is like uh, 
it's very self-indulgent. So I just, I see, I spend all day doing, uh, working on other people's designs and to keep it interesting. I have been very much just, what do I think is cool? And if I think it's cool, I think it'll sell. And so fingers crossed, you know, and so far I've been very lucky and, uh, They've been, you know, slowly moving. I mean, uh, there was obviously a bit of a setback with pandemic. People starting to kind of pull back from their major purchases and things of that nature. And I get it. And closures and things of that nature. But uh, that hasn't changed. It's got to be cool. Like a lot of the colors come from like uh, old cars, old cars, machinery, things like that. Um, where I would, you know, like in my... Uh, my grandfather's shop. He had this old saw and it was just about this color of the new one. Um, there's an old truck. When I went to uh, just down the street, they would hold this old car show and I would go to, and I was looking at all the rat rods and I was looking at all the old vintage cars. And there was, you know, uh, this one particular truck and the guy would go there showing off this beautiful truck. And uh, I would, uh, and it was the color of the uh, color of the Telecaster. And a lot of it is like, age to throw the show the metal through it and there's undercoats sometimes of different colors and you know uh i've uh sort of mimicked rust on it and worn down the edges and cracked the finish and things like that so it's uh uh it's just sort of what i see is is sort of cool it's like the the vos the vintage original series by a lot of brands so i'm sort of mimicking some aging process and that in itself is an art you know, no, I completely understand that, and, and it's amazing that you got inspiration from kind of that class of cars because that was also the immediate reaction I had when I saw that first one was that it's very old school with the coloring choices and adding the aging effects, but also very new school. It's it's a very unique modern twist on yeah. a guitar of that of semi hollow. What made you want to get into custom guitar design even to begin with? Because that's a very specific thing to get involved with, especially with the designs you've been approaching. Uh, yeah, it's something that I've wanted to do for a long time. Uh, and I've been in and out of for a long time. Um, uh, my first and foremost thing, I guess, has always been just doing repair work. And so, but I guess I have to go much further back than that I was always drawing uh guitars as a kid for some reason I always liked music I was always very inspired by music and looking up to musicians if you will um and so I was always doodling and drafting and drawing and on the art side of things and that seems to be where I excelled in school was in um art class shop class you know things of that nature and so um I think it just slowly sort of developed from that. And it, I have odd memories of making instruments as a kid, like a window stick and a Kleenex box and an elastic band and making instruments because there was no guitars available in the little town I lived in. And uh, I knew a kid who had a guitar and I would borrow it. And I was just, I didn't know how to play it. I would just make noise with it. I would just sit there and stare at this thing. And I just thought it was the coolest, you know, it's so amazing that even from a young age, you, you had a passion for exploring that kind of thing, because something I've talked about and recently with a couple uh, with a couple guests I've had is kind of that 
initial moment you've realized what that passion is kind of like that spark that ignition that you kind of carry with you onwards and it kind of evolves and shapes into what you're doing now and Mm -hmm. and i have to commend you because the fact that you're pursuing your artistic vision and you're pursuing what you think makes sense and what you like because something that I think is lost on a lot of artists, both visual artists, musical artists, anything is the focus on the commercialization, the focus on the monetary aspect of it. And the fact that you just want to create something that you enjoy looking at that you enjoy playing and that you think other people would appreciate because the biggest thing in in sales is people, especially now with the pandemic and people not being Mm -hmm. as connected, they are looking for that authenticity. They're looking for that connection and, I, I truly see that in, in the work because just seeing you talk about it and just seeing you talk about like way back when you, when you drew designs and all that kind of stuff, like you kind of lit up a little bit. I, we're on a zoom call, obviously. So I can't, I'm not seeing you face to face, but like you, you lit up talking about it because you're passionate about it. And that's something that I think we need a lot more of, especially in this industry. And I think we are seeing a lot more of it because of the pandemic, but what, what were some like you, younger when you're drawing some of the guitars like what were some of the musical inspirations that you were listening to or seeing people play certain designs or all that kind of stuff uh uh, i think it started with uh acdc and Mm. uh the sg and i was a huge huge sg that's where it sort of started and it was because it was uh it was different and it was very rock and roll and it was almost evil with those horns on it and it just sort of you know sort of but uh there was also like a lot of uh, every time I saw one, it was always interesting. And a lot of the blues players back in the day, they had the craziest guitars and the craziest shapes. And then I remember like uh, ZZ Top and they had the spinning guitars. They used to hook them up to like a belt buckle or however they did it. They used to have the furry spinning guitars and stuff like that. But uh, uh, even um, when I started to you know save up my money as like a teenager and stuff like that and uh buy guitars i would modify them i would uh like uh uh speaking of an sg that i had an epiphone sg and i had three humbuckers in it i had an acoustic and i put a humbucker in it just because i thought that would be cool um i had one that went uh uh, an acoustic that went south so i just took it apart and put it back together and uh, I like to think I fixed it, but I certainly uh, gave it a the the good old college try, anyways. But you know, just just uh, things of that tinkering and that sort of mentality of like, let's see how this works. And uh, uh, doing this uh, has brought like a brand new joy to something that I've been doing for a long time, working in, with guitars and so designing these. And so it's kind of like, why not go for it? Why not go interesting, go a bit bigger? Uh, what do we think is cool? Um, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to push out some more designs this year as well. You know, um, that'll be, like I say, even further away from the normal, you know what I mean, than, than what I've currently got. And so, but it's a process and we'll see where it goes. Like I said, that that's truly amazing. The fact that you want to continue exploring and expanding and coming up with these unique kind of designs and thinking about like 
the the approach from just from what I've gathered from this conversation so far is the approach you have when it comes to designing is literally just you have an idea and then you evolve it into something that could be plausible while mm -hmm. maintaining your artistic integrity. And I think that's truly remarkable. Yeah. 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 The latest one, I mean, um, uh, because I've got an, I've confidence in my knowledge and abilities, you know, uh, it's sort of like the spaghetti sticks to the wall quite often. Yeah. It's done. It's good to go, you know? Um, but, uh, it's uh, it's about sort of exploring and trying things. And uh, like I say, even this latest one, like I've modified that drawing four or five times. I've printed off, you know, various uh, designs four or five times. Um, luckily, I only messed it up one time. So I've got a body in my shop that was like fully welded, fully finished, went to put it together. And it just wasn't quite... Uh, the cutaway was just a little bit too tight. There was just these little things. And a lot of people were like, no, no, you could finish this. And I was like, no, like, no, I'm not putting my name on that. And so uh, basically started from the ground up again, you know, and uh, uh, that's, it's, it's nice to have also as awful as this sounds, it's nice to have like the, the, it's, it's also a good thing is to have like full control over it. Like, it's just me. You know what I mean? So uh, I, if I put my name on it, it's got like, I've got to back it up. I've got to like, you know, every grind, every weld, every, you know, has gone over and every time um, uh, I put one of these together, it's like, uh, it doesn't go anywhere for a couple of weeks. Like it's got to sit and sing and I've got to absorb it and set it up and tweak it and make sure everything is good to go. Yeah, it's kind of what I wanted to touch on next is like, I'm, I'm very curious about the process from kind of like conception to, to finished product of designing and creating a guitar, whether it's either a new design or it's a design that you have out and you're going to uh, give to a client. Like walk me through that process. I'm very interested in that. It's a, it's a long process. Um, it can be. It was funny because uh, the, the Telecaster... Uh, like I say, because I've seen so many of them out there and this was essentially my version of it. That one came together and felt right instantaneous. And there was just a feeling when it was done, you know, every step on the way, every step along the way, excuse me, was just like, boom, boom, boom. And it just kept growing and growing until it was, until it was complete. And it was a great uh, way for me to start. Whereas this one was a pain in the butt. Uh, that one, it was just, it was a, a, a fight. It was a lot of like, it, it did every step. I did get that feeling like, yeah, that's it. You know what I mean? Um, and didn't go further until I got there. And then, you know, you'd run into some sort of like, uh, picky little technical thing. And you, you know, like I say, I had one of the bodies fail and it was just, it was just slightly a little bit too tight in here. And that's why it didn't, it's in the shop. You know what I mean? And it's covered in marker and stuff like that and lines that I drew on it to go, this is what I want to change and, you know, all that sort of stuff. But that one was the same thing. It was like the process of uh, it finally sort of um, uh, the design and just looking at it, it finally went like, yes. And then to the next step 
And then when that was all, uh, all together and everything lined up, because uh, guitar is just essentially uh, measurements and, and uh, on, you know, every guitar is just essentially, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of how to say it. Like it's, uh, it's essentially set to, um, like it's either right or it's wrong. It's, I'm trying to think of a way to explain it without getting too crazy or too technical. Um, and so it's basically just a bunch of numbers on a page before it ever becomes a guitar. You know what I mean? And things have to line up. Like you can't go too crazy. There's certain positions for certain parts. You know what I mean? Um, specifications, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. You'll have to excuse me. It's been a very, it's been a very long week. <laughs> oh, I, I feel you on that. Mm. What, 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 what's the average time frame for one, a new concept? Like how long do you think, like for the one you just released recently, for example, mm. what was kind of like the time frame on the creation to release schedule and then kind of like also for when someone wants to get a guitar that you already have a design of what would be mm -hmm. the time frame for that kind of thing as well um i think at this point i'm basically because i'm so self-indulgent at the moment it's basically once they're ready i then sort of say like this is ready you know what i mean i sort of say this one's for sale here's the price um because another side of this that admittedly you will see happen, but I, I, I'm working with someone right now, um, which is to get a website, to get a shop, to like, to market yourself. You can have the best podcast in the world, but if you don't market it and get it out there to people, you know, and it's the same thing with guitars, you know, you can make, I know lots of guys who make brilliant guitars, but they don't sell because they don't do the proper marketing and website and stuff like that. And that is, um, uh, something that, uh, I will have to work on myself, you know, but I mean, we're fairly, I'm fairly new with the old crow custom design stuff. And so it's, it's only about two, three years now, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Why do you, why do you think, and especially cause I've noticed that with not even just guitar designers, but just a lot of artists in general, like a lot of them don't have a difficult time kind of pushing themselves in that marketing like what what do you think is the drawback for people in that world having difficulty either marketing themselves or just trying to figure out how to work it exactly in a way that makes sense to you well it's it's, it's all new and it's exciting and stuff like that if you can make it exciting um like i love to show off my guitars uh this is exactly why i'm on your podcast because i love to talk about <laughs> the art and show and, and sort of show them off and stuff and and, and talk about it um and, uh, uh, it's, uh, it's sort of the, it's sort of the technical side, the unfun side, if you will, the paper side, but it's gotta be done and it's, it's a necessary evil, you know? Um, and you also, you just, you also, I think I was talking about this just the other day, uh, cause there's stuff in the works, like a website and things of that nature. And so, um, it's like without that stuff, you're sort of just a ghost, you know, people want to know, you know, and, and there's also the thing, here's the thing that excites me is I want to do more videos on how I make the guitars, the materials, what they're made of. And sort of each one is an individual sort of little piece of art. And this is how it came together, you know, um, or even it could be as simple as not every individual one, but for every model and stuff like that. And so I've been working 
more towards that. And that's something hopefully, but that's the type of thing where that interests me. And so that gets me excited for the marketing side of things, you know, uh, making, uh, uh, videos and posting videos. And, um, uh, uh, it's just like the only thing I have currently is Instagram because that's worked up to this point, but you know, it's, uh, something that I will outgrow, you know, that's the hope anyways, is that they get moving, they get a little bit of steam behind them and that stuff sort of takes time. No, absolutely. And I, I completely understand where you're coming from that because especially with marketing and social media and just the continuous change and, and the algorithms and in the strategies behind it and where to target and all that kind of stuff, it, it's quite daunting, especially when there's, so much to try and figure out what to do. Cause like, like you said, you're working on a website, you want to expand social media, you want to come up with visual content to help promote all that. And like that, mm-hmm. that that's complex in itself and takes a, a fuck ton of time. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I know exactly where you're coming from on that. And, and I, I'm glad to hear that you are working towards that. And, and something that if I, if I may give you a little piece of advice, honestly, keep following the, the approach you're taking with your guitars onto that marketing, because the authenticity you have with your craft is going to translate so well over into the social media website stuff. Like, and right now, especially for anyone who's listening that wants advice, kind of getting your social media and all that kind of stuff up and running is Mm -hmm. literally take your time because you want to be happy with what you're releasing in all aspects. And it's just like the way with your guitars, you want to be hundred percent happy with everything. You want to feel, okay, this is ready. Let's go. And it's the exact same thing with social media because people connect with the authenticity and like want to see you be passionate. And I, and I think this conversation we've had and the people who watch it, like when I actually announced that today, when we were recording this, we're recording this day before it comes out. But uh, a lot of people were excited that you were coming on to talk about your guitars because a lot of people are interested in what you're doing and wanting to learn more about what you're doing. And I think that when the time comes, you will be, you'll, you'll have a lot of eyes on you. That's great. That's great. No, I know my mom was excited. That's the most important thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. And I mean, uh, in, in my case, it's gotta be right. It's gotta be right. My name is on it, you know? And, And I think if more people think of it that way, you know, rather than rushing the process and stuff of that nature uh, to get things done, especially when you're like the high stakes of like delivering it to someone who's like a real pro, you know what I mean? And it's going to go on stage. You kind of have one shot at it as far as I'm concerned at a first impression. And so there's the excitement when you like uh, ship a guitar off to Nashville, you know what I mean? And you're waiting for this guy to like receive it and play it you're waiting for the feedback that's very exciting but it's also very nerve-wracking because you're hoping that he follows it up uh opens it up and falls in love you know and uh uh you know that's 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 something you can't force that's very organic you know with any player and so the other thing that i've been concentrating on is getting them out on out on store floors just uh you know, I've got them out on uh, a couple of uh, local Long McQuaid's and I've had people look me up based on trying the guitar and just tell me they've enjoyed it. And even that in itself, I was just like, that's fantastic. And getting eyes on it and getting it in people's hands, you know, that's what it's really all about. Yeah. And I think that's absolutely wonderful. The fact that you got on Long McQuaid floors and something that I know 
artists would appreciate, especially when you want to showcase your design is like when shows come back into play and we can actually go out and do shows like mm-hmm. the amount of artists and venues and agents and people like that. If you, if you like someone like you literally reach out saying, Hey, I just want to show the band a guitar design of mine, or I just wanted to show their guitar part of this just to check it out, just so they can get to know and experience and just get some feedback on it. That, that yep. will go over huge and get getting that in interaction with people is such a huge factor in all this. And the fact that you are as meticulous with your details and everything you do, it, it it's really going to carry over well for you. And, and I'm excited to see like these new designs that you have you're working on because like i i'm just curious where it's gonna go i'm curious what the next level is and where <laughs> like what is the next level because you you have a guitar semi-hollow you got you got the new hollow body like what is next for you like obviously without giving away too too much like is 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 there any sort of specific inspiration for the next kind of step and where you're going very rock and roll very rock and roll, classic rock and roll. That's where I'm heading next. Um, I'm also going to get back into doing some wood guitars. You know, um, I enjoy working with different materials and new materials and stuff like that. But uh, that's um, uh, it's an avenue I haven't forgot about. I also, like I said, I don't, I'm not a one trick pony. I don't want to be, you know, held down. I actually would like to do more of a wooden style hollow body ES like this one. Um, and so I think that'll be one of the first wooden designs that I'll get back into. And so, uh, can't you see I'm busy? <laughs> Good girl. Listen, animal animals take priority. Don't don't even worry about this. Animals always take priority. I got two cats. If they were in here right now, I'd be focusing on them. So I mm-hmm. know exactly where you're coming from. Good. <laughs> but no, honestly, man, like I I just I respect the hustle. I respect the game and the fact that. I'm so happy I got to have this conversation with you because I love seeing people who are passionate about their creative projects and pursue it and have been doing it for having wanting that passion for a long time and turning it into something that I, I feel yeah. once you get going on this, it's going to go very well. And Bella's just being a big suck, which I, I would get because I, I would do the exact same thing, but no, honestly, man, I, I, I congratulate you. I'm going to save up for one of those guitars. I, awesome. I want one of those so fucking badly. You have no oh, idea. Cool. Every time That's I awesome. see it, I, I literally show my girlfriend, I'm like, I need this. I need this in my life right now. And she agrees with me. And that's what I'm going for. I want people to see it. I want people to be like, what in the, is that? You know what I mean? I have to like pick this up. I have to try. I want it to call out to people when they see that stores. You know what I mean? And so uh, uh, that's a big element of what I'm going for is that that sort of like, interesting that wow factor that you know uh i want to pick it up i want to play it listen to it hear it you know what i mean and uh yeah no that's that's a that's a big element of it and i think that uh uh hopefully we'll get uh we'll get things going on even bigger and bigger it's a very interesting uh time to talk about it because it's sort of the beginnings of things you know it still feels like the very early stages of this and so i'm looking forward to um uh, growing and developing this and we'll see where it's at. And I mean, if this is as far as it goes and I'm just building these one of interesting guitars and that's where it's at, that's fine. I'd regret not doing it. I'd regret not taking the, the swing and, uh, uh, going for, uh, going for it. You know what I mean? I don't want to be looking back 
and going like, you know, I really should have done that. And, and that's a big thing for me. I, I get that completely. But I, ju- just from the conversation I've had with you and, and the direction you want to take this, like it, it's going to go further than just making creative one-off guitars <laughs> because yeah. passion passion is very well recognized on, on this podcast. And I, I'm so, so curious. And the thing is, you mentioned it calling out to you. It literally called out to me through a photo. I haven't yeah. seen one in person yet. And let, yeah. the fact that it's called it to me through a photo <laughs> makes me like, I've, I've been thinking about this guitar and I've been so looking forward to just talking to you because mm. now that I've gone to know you a bit and just learn more about the guitars and the history and everything, like it just makes me want one more. And I honestly yeah. hope that people watching this podcast, like look into your Instagram and, and all the things you have coming up and just want to explore more, try them and hopefully purchase one because i i can tell the qualities there and one day i will try for myself and i will report back uh aaron i want to wrap this up thank thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with me for a bit this has been a great conversation and i'm very excited to see where your future takes you in this where can people find you and what you do i'm at old crow custom guitars on instagram and and that's about it right now it's fairly simple but i am working on uh, a website and getting other social media aspects up but for right now that's where I'm at. And uh, like I say, uh, that'll be the next sort of uh, steps that I have to take. You heard it, Old Crow Custom Guitars. Aaron's link is in the description down below if you're watching this on YouTube or on Spotify or wherever you're listening to this. Aaron, thank you again. Bella, thank you for your presence. It's always good to see a dog. Dogs are very calming. Uh, I'll be back next week with a couple new episodes. I was supposed to have another episode this week. But uh, the person canceled because their car got broken into, which pretty fucking brutal. But they will they'll come back and everything will be great. So I will see you guys next week. Thank thank you so much for watching. Take it easy. Peace.